Hello, and welcome to episode 150 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And that's a lot of episodes. That is a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm James. Yeah, I was going to say, this is my partner, a lot of episodes. <laughs> a lot of episodes. So, this week we don't have a ton in terms of like strategy or stuff like that. We do have some newsy stuff that we're yeah. going to hit where they uh, release some information about Unfinity. And... Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it is um, secret layer time. And we talked about this on the pre-show about um, uh, from last week, I think, or two weeks ago, about yeah. some of the value in the secret layer. So we're just going to have a discussion about maybe like the best purchases because I was thinking about like buying one or two and I wanted to like pick, pick James's brain. So we're going to talk Infinity and we're going to try to like make money off a product that wizards gives us for below market value. Yeah. There's, there's one that I'm definitely buying and there's two that I'm thinking about, but probably not going to get. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think there's two that I want, but I'm, I'm trying to think of like, like which, which version. So with all of that, if you're, uh, when I tweeted us like what your secret layer plans are, or again, if you have any show ideas for the, uh, the lull between, uh, new set Christmas and then, uh, next set, which isn't coming out till like February. Yeah. I think it's like, is it February or is it the tail end of January? I thought it was February, but I could be, it might be February. Uh, you can tweet us at casual tripod. Yep, you can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG or email us show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Um, like Brian said, anything you got for show topics you want us to talk about, I figure we got a drought for like six ish weeks. So we got some newsy stuff to do. We got maybe one or two other ideas, but for the most part, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. So anything you guys want us to talk about, let us know, and we'll do our best to get it sorted out on the show for you guys. Um, also, we talked a little bit in the pre-show, and there was some chatter in Discord today about some purchases uh, using TCG Player. They've got a bonus bucks program right now. They had a big bonus bucks deal for Black Friday that I think we both took advantage of. Um, if you're looking to pick up anything uh, as far as singles go, make sure you uh, use our TCG player affiliate link. We would really appreciate it. TCG.CasualTryHardMTG.com. Use that link to navigate to the site and then sign in, do your shopping just like you always would. No matter what you do until you leave the site, Like we will we will get credit for that. So uh, we would appreciate it if you did that. Something like you guys are going to buy singles anyway, and it would really help us out. So we'd appreciate it if you... Use TCG Player with our affiliate link and help support the show as well. If you guys want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get early access to our show notes. I usually post them up right before the show goes live, so you kind of get a sneak peek of what we're going to be talking about. Although, spoiler alert, we're not talking about anything that's on my show notes today, so you'll get a sneak peek of a different episode that we're thinking of doing. (laughs) So uh, patrons get to check that out. You also get access to our pre-show, which uh, we recorded for almost two hours today, talking about cyberpunk. 
Yeah. Uh, Brian uh, sent me a link last weekend that uh, it went on sale for Black Friday, so I picked it up and spent most of the weekend playing it. And I have 80 hours into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's our second our uh, second podcast. We're going to start uh, Casual Try Hard Cyberpunk. <laughs> and uh, we'll just we'll just do that. We'll record that on Thursday nights, uh, sure. and then we'll then we will get divorced shortly thereafter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think my uh, my life can handle two podcasts. No, <laughs> no, no. Eighty hours in, he's like, "Did you see the option at the beginning of the game to do weird stuff?" And I was like, "I did not." <laughs> um, I'm to start over. Yeah, time. Got to do it again. Yeah, there's a, a certain thing you can customize that Brian wasn't aware of. I was not aware of. Uh, maybe that's a difference between Xbox and uh, PlayStation. I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe the uh, maybe the PlayStation version is uh, more PG-13. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Xbox is uh, X. It's X, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where were we? Oh, Patreon. Yes. Um, Patrons also get givebacks. Um, I'll have my next round probably middle-ish of December ready to go out. And like I've been talking about, I also got a playmat. I'm going to ship out to one of our patrons as well. Picked at random um, just as a, a thank you. So if any of you guys are interested in becoming a patron, you know, getting on my mailing list, get access to our show notes, our pre-show, and really just to help us out, um, we would appreciate it head over to patreon.com slash casual MTG and chip in a couple bucks. That's all we ask. And then we have our YouTube channel, uh, casual tryhard MTG on YouTube. Um, probably not a whole lot more going to go up for, you know, at least a few weeks or whatever, but uh, we do post quite a bit of content around set release time. A um, bunch of random stuff. We do uh, our video episode gets posted on YouTube. Usually some, um, limited content goes up on YouTube and if I end up with some uh, sealed product to open that'll go up on YouTube as well as well as uh, pre-release kit open and sealed deck build um, every set I do that for so you can find those on our YouTube channel and then last but not least our Discord uh, there's a link in the description there's a link on all our social media come on in to Discord join the conversation um, that is the quickest way to get a hold of me at least. I know you're in there quite a bit too. Um, but usually I've got it set up for notifications on my phone. So if somebody pops in, I can chime in pretty quickly and let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, there's a whole section in there for show topics. So jump in there and give us your burning questions. Yeah. Also, if uh, for buying singles, usually the next like big TCG like cashback thing Mm-hmm. is usually around like Christmas, like after Christmas usually. But mm-hmm. it might it's, sometimes it's only like 5% back, but it's yeah. better than nothing. Yeah, for sure. So if you don't have any tournaments uh, that you're like going to, haha, uh, <laughs> and you can like wait, like Christmas is kind of the next next chance for like the, the bigger cashback things. You can cool. Spend all your Christmas money. Yep. So we are audibling. Because they made um, an announcement today about Unfinity. Yeah. Did you read that whole article? I I want to say yes. I feel like I read the whole thing. I was I walking back from class, but I, I, I read the vast majority of it. 
Yeah, I when I sent it to you, I just skimmed it. I didn't actually read the whole whole thing. Um, just kind of picked out bullet points to send to you in message, and then I was actually reading through it um, when you called tonight. So I, I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet, but I think I know the bullet points though. Yeah. So, Infinity is the next um, unset for Magic. Mm-hmm. And it is... So, for people that haven't been playing super long or may not know, what's an unset? It's the the joke set. So, they have... There are three of them now. Unglued, Unhinged, Unstable, and now Unfinity. Mm-hmm. And these have been cards that don't fit well within Magic's normal rules. It's like, oh, like if your underwear is blue, do a thing. Or if you say, if you say, if your potent says a certain word, draw a card. Yes. Or, there's actually um, examples. There's two things that make a card an uncard. And up until now, that has also meant silver bordered. Um, all of the previous unsets have been silver bordered. I do not believe these are silver bordered. They are not. So that was the big thing was unsets had a fun set of gameplay. They were often yeah. referenced things about magic, the game or things about uh, cards. It was like, Oh, you know, you know, band artist, and yeah. it was like you couldn't play a card uh, with a, a certain artist's name on it. Yeah. Right. Or there are also cards that may not work within normal magic rules. Um, things like I'm trying to think. There was a fight spell and unsanctioned that was like give a creature plus one plus two, and have it fight another creature. But it didn't say till end of turn. So you weren't putting a counter on the card that was permanent. You were just giving it a bonus that was permanent, which at that time wasn't something that you could do in Black Border. Yeah, um, now, now it's kind yeah, of... There's the, cards like, that kind of do it now, though. Perpetual on yeah. Arena. Like, yeah, that's more of like a digital uh, thing. Yeah. So it was very much, um, they were, like I said, they were referenced, the f- they were aware of the fact that it was a game and it had a culture around, and the game has a culture around it, and they yeah. were poking fun at the game, the culture, the mm-hmm. players, like, it was one of the, it was just like a great big inside joke. Yep. A- and it's apparently Morrow's absolute most favorite thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> And, um, so he always pushes for these. And so Unfinity is like the setting is a space circus. Yeah. I think the article said they started with a circus and they're, they wanted to do a top down set, which means they start with a theme and then build a set around it like Theros or Innistrad. And they wanted to do a circus set but there wasn't enough content to do just a circus set. So they added in 
Like sci-fi. Carnivals. Mm -hmm. And then there still wasn't enough content, so they added in amusement parks. And there still wasn't enough content, so they set it in space. Yes. So it's a flying space carnival circus Circus amusement amusement park. park. Yep. Awesome. Space carnies, everyone. Space Um, carnies. So... Coming soon to a legacy table near you. Yes. So, <laughs> um, like we said, they are no longer going to do the cards in Silver Border. Silver Border was um, kind of the kiss of death, mm-hmm. where if a card had Silver Border, it wasn't legal to play anywhere. It, it also meant that it couldn't ever be printed in Black Border. Like, I don't think there are any cards that started in an unset that went on to be black border uh there is now well kind of oh no there is there is water gun balloon game oh no that's a mistake what do you mean that is supposed to have the acorn symbol which means it's playable no no no. which means it's not so the version oh, of the okay. card that went up on Wizards' website originally did not have the acorn on it. Okay, I see that now. But yeah. it, it was a um, like a miss, whatever. The card was uh, put together incorrectly. Okay, so it should be not playable. Yeah, because pink is not a color in Magic. Fair. Fair. Okay. Yep. So, all right, cool. We we have fixed that. So, basically, yep. what they're doing now, and, like, it's kind of confusing, kind of not, mm-hmm. is they're saying, okay, hey, cool, cool. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to print cards at Rare and Mythic that can either have the regular oval security, like, hologram on the bottom. Yep. And if it has the oval security hologram, you're golden. You can play that in uh, any format that any other set would be legal in. So basically, in this case, it'd be legal in Commander and uh, Legacy. And Vintage. And Vintage, right? Yep. And if it's at lower rarity and doesn't have the the symbol it's legal in those set in those formats as well right did i read that right or remembering that right um i didn't see that uh i watched a video Maybe. about it so i think it was like at lower rarity if it doesn't have a thing here uh so hmm but then there is a special acorn uh symbol that mm-hmm. that the security uh, foil can be and if it's the acorn symbol then it is not uh uh then it is not legal in eternal formats yeah so yeah, I was, sorry i was just looking for that rare mythic thing i don't well, uh, it, well, so. the rare mythic is. I'm assuming those are the only ones with the the foil stamp. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. 
Yeah, so so they've deemed those cards eternal cards because they're legal in eternal in eternal formats. Yeah. So this is kind of like an extension of at least in my opinion, of what they did for the last unset. Um, and I think that's the whole reason that they're doing this is they're bummed that like nobody wants these cards once like you're done playing unlimited or whatever. Um, the last time around, they made these legal in commander for like a month or whatever. And like the demand for uncards actually went up like people were putting them in their decks. And I think they wanted these cards to have some use other than outside of unset limited. So that's, I think that's why they're making this change. Yeah. For, well, and legacy is just kind of a casualty. casualty. Of that. Yeah, yeah. It's a commander thing. Um, I was going to say like, while I like the altruistic, we want these cards to be used. I'm mm-hmm. assuming they, believe that they're going to sell more packs if they're legal more places. Well, I I mean, that's what it ultimately comes down to. At least that's what Chad's telling them. Yeah, bro. Got to sell more cards. Get more beans. (laughs) Chad likes his beans. Bro, I got my MBA. Masters in bean accounting. Want more beans. (laughs) MBNA. MBNA, baby. Let's go, bro. Make oh, a black man. border, sell them to the nerds. <laughs> That's um, right. Saw them in half. <laughs> saw them in half. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so here we go. So, so they the reason they're doing this is they felt like a lot of the things that made uncards uncards was like yeah. dice rolling. Like mm-hmm. we don't want to do this in real sanctioned black border magic, and then boom. AFR happened. Yep. And they're like, well, all these dice rolling cards, I guess they could just be like regular magic cards. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do that. So, like, a lot of the things that made it so uncards or like cards that referred to other IP, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, the example that they used in the art was like Sword of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Oh, like that card can't be a black border card because it refers to Dungeons and Dragons. Now we have an wow. entire set that refers to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Why can't it be black border? Oh, well, it rolls dice. We have a whole set where all you did was roll dice. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I think they said the only reason that it's still needs to be silver bordered is because it makes a gold dragon token and gold isn't a color in magic. Gotcha. Oh, so here we go. So going back to the security stamp. So if a card oh, has, a, if a card has an oval security stamp or no security stamp at lower rarities, it's legal in eternal formats. Okay. So they're going to put the acorn on all cards that aren't legal. Uh, I do believe so. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Okay. that's what now, it sounds like. And it says, I should stress that all cards in this set were designed before this distinction existed, so cards weren't made to be one or the other. We just made cool cards for the set that are later, and then, and then, yeah, and later divided them into categories. We tweaked a small number of cards that were close to being 
non-acorn, but mostly things stayed as originally designed. Hmm. So, um, so they designed cards that were, um, non-acorn cards. Yeah. Silver border. Silver border. And then they were like, I guess this could be a black border card, so we'll make it black border. Now, there's part of me that's like, it's probably just too difficult to do. But I don't know if I believe what I'm saying that. Right. Couldn't you have just been like the cards that are acorn cards? We're just going to slap a silver border on them. And so some Um, of the cards are silver and some of them are black. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you're really like blurring a line here. I know that if you have a deck of unsleeved magic cards. I guess you can have, tell the edge. Yeah. If you have white bordered or sil- silver bordered cards in your black bordered deck, you can like just, I mean, you don't even have to look hard. You can look at it and see. Yeah. You know, which fair. Which. But fair. I mean, you can also do the same thing for borderless cards mm-hmm. and like obviously double face cards. Yeah. So I don't know like if that's a real concern or not i mean i don't know how like with all the different borders that we have on cards now yeah if i have a stack of unsleeved cards if i look at the edge can i pick out like you said the borderless card the um you know the fang frame yeah you know like all the different styles so i'm not sure there but it's so like how many cards like so so I'm assuming that the acorn border, like you said, must go on like even like commons and uncommons that are not eternal cards. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's what this says. Yeah. So on one hand, like if it makes some commander people player happy that they can like play some of these like cards as commanders or like have a more fun commander experience cool Mm -hmm. but it just seems like we've had enough of enough sets where it just takes like one or two cards yeah being too pushed that it just like annihilates a format Mm -hmm. right you know uh our our buddy over at thraben you has like stopped playing legacy on his channel. Yeah. I noticed that he's been doing a lot of modern content lately. He, I watched a video where he was actually just like, uh, I'm just crossing my fingers and waiting for bands. Yeah. Right. And like, I think that the entire legacy community is like, yo, monkey has to go. Yeah. And right. So it only takes, you know, I don't know, proto space monkey to like be in the format in this set to be like busted yeah you know because when they designed it they weren't planning on people being able to play it with volcanic island yeah and then they were like oh this is a card that would work in black border without thinking about the repercussions well i Sorry, like complete change of topic here. I was just scrolling through the article and 
the first piece of art in this article. Did you see it? The it's first like the, piece of art. Yeah, it's like the ringleader or whatever, and there's like a cartoony Ajani and a cartoony Bolas and whatever. And uh, then on the side, there's like a, I don't know, somebody with flaming hair holding up a T-shirt that says Devil Knevel. Uh, I'm not seeing that, but I will believe you nonetheless. Okay. I'm on my phone doing it, so it's a little hard. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, no, um, I see it. And But then if you scroll down to the bottom of the article, mm-hmm. there's a picture of the booster box that uses that same artwork, but there's like a circle covering up the t-shirt. Really? Yeah, that's that's, I mean, unless there, there's something on the box they don't want us to see right there, but that's weird that it would be like covering up that T-shirt. Yeah, can't have, can't have devil on the box. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that is weird that you would have that black circle there. Yeah. I wonder if they like are gonna change that. I don't know. Because that, that would just be weird that there's just this black sensor box on a uh, circle. Yeah. So I know, un- that's weird. So Sorry. Infinity, quality control through the roof. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it only takes, like, one card from this set to, like, ruin Commander yeah. or Vintage or Legacy. And it Well, sounds- I mean, there's cards, like, in the other unsets that, if they were legal, would ruin formats. Yeah, and if like if the bar was just this works within the reg- the normal magic rules. Yeah. Right. That's without thinking about like, oh, we can't print a one mana five five right. that you like roll a die to see how much damage it does to you. Mm-hmm. It's like because if it's not twenty, like how do I be- how does my opponent beat a one mana five five hexproof? Right, but it, it, it works. It works in the rules. Yeah. Okay, but I raise you. It works in the rules, and I <laughs> with it destroys formats. Yeah. So that's a little concerning. Uh, Quirks, w- um, aggro. Yeah. When I, uh, when you sent me that, my my first uh, words was not safe for the podcast. Yeah. Uh. So. So there's that. So that's going to open up. Like I've never bought a single unproduct for the reason that they outline that. Hey, why am I going to bother if I can't use these cards elsewhere? Mm-hmm. Right. So they do fix that. Like they could bring me in with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cards they showed as they're like, you know, legal cards are fine. Yeah. I mean, right. I sent you like a kind of a fun combo with a saw in half. Yeah. A c- 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 combo nation with my secret best friend. Uh, uh, what's his name? The mage. What is his name? Dual caster mage. Dual caster mage. Yeah. Yeah. That needs to become modern legal. So we can have, so we can have actual <laughs> splinter twin pack. Yep. Um, I don't know. Maybe it does something. I mean, I specced on a bunch of those a while back. Yeah, I don't know if I specced on a bunch, but I do have a playset or two. Yeah. When but, they were, like, I think back when Jumpstart first came out, I bought, I don't know, 20 of them or so. Oh, nice. 
So there's that, which is just a huge departure. Now yeah, the thing that weird. is the thing that is a calling card of unsets historically mm-hmm. is they have some wild, wild lands in them. So yeah. like the original full art lands yep. come from unglued and unhinged. Mm-hmm. And then Unstable gave us our first, they were the first borderless cards, right? Even before we got like regular extended art or borderless, I think the lands from Unstable were the first borderless cards. I think so. So they have all, so they're continuing that with like two, so they're doing two different borderless arts. Mm -hmm. They are doing like on the planet. Mm-hmm. Where you're like on the surface of a planet and you're looking at the uh, lands or like yep. the, you know, the land. And for the most part, if they didn't have the weird like atom, like, yeah, symbol, around the mana symbol, right? Most of them look like they could just be regular magic lands, like the on the yeah. on world ones or whatever. And, like, they're absolutely stunning. Yes, they are really cool. And then the the off, like, the then when you're in space and you're looking at the planet, they are also yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, Less magic-y. Like, the, the first ones could be, like, in a normal set. Yes, like, I the would not... The space ones, probably not. I would not bat an eye if the island was... In a set. Uh, yeah, if it was like a Mirrodin island. Yeah. Or like the forest was a Kaladesh forest. Yeah, or like the mountain was just generic anywhere mountain. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, would not bat an eye. The planet ones have a very unique look. Yeah. But they're all, the, but they're super interesting looking just in general. Mm-hmm. They're also beautiful, but like not in, yeah. I mean, more and more lately, we're kind of. And I mean, not kind of, we're definitely pushing the envelope for like, you know, what magic is supposed to look like for sure. Um, but these are kind of a departure even from where we have pushed magic thus I don't, far. I think like these clearly would fit in like secret layer outer space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like no doubt in my mind, like you could see these, these could have been a secret layer drop. Yeah. These right. are, these are like the, the lands you would get for space marines yes that was what um pk brought up like maybe they'll do oh, really? for the war for the warhammer commander deck yeah i mean they like, could right like if they do two commander decks they could do like i'm not speculating right if they did two commander decks they could do like an on world one where they have like oh yeah and then they could do one where you were in space where mm-hmm. they have like planets and moons and stars for your lands I mean, think yep. about, like, the Theros lands. Like, yeah. the Theros basics. Like, those didn't look like a magic, uh, like a, a traditional land in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that they had going for them was the mana symbol was, like, the centerpiece of the art, though. Yeah, this is true. And, like, these space lands don't even have a mana symbol on them. I guess you're right. I guess they don't. Or a title, or they have a title box, but no 
uh, type box. Yeah. It, it just says the name. It's just like, you know what this is. Yeah. You have purchased an unset. You know yeah. what's up. Yep. Um. So, and then somehow we've put the Shocklands in the set. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't know what the purpose behind this was. Um, we've gotten a whole bunch of Shockland reprints lately. Like, they were in Standard not that long ago. And then we got a secret lair full of Shocklands. Um, so I don't know that this was super needed. But they're gorgeous. They are. I. So, uh, I'm going to put my little conspiracy hat here for a second. Okay. All right. So... We designed the set before we decided to do the acorn make some car acorn symbol versus no acorn symbol. Okay. Right? But then, what like was are the were the shocklands in there originally? And just because they were going to be full art, they wouldn't oh, be silver maybe. border. Maybe. Right, because like it doesn't make sense that like. You put the sh- like maybe the fact that the shocklands were in it was the way they were gonna appease Chad. Yeah, well, people are the gonna way they buy were gonna these. Packs. We're gonna because uh, PK had brought up as well. Right, it used to be that full art lands moved packs. Yeah, and so we moved the unpacks, the unstable cards with full art lands. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Now there's full art lands like every other set if not more frequently. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, uh, the last uh, Zendikar had full art lands, right? Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, then we didn't have full art lands for the next three sets. Mm-hmm. And right? now we do for Innistrad. Now we do for, like, for both Innistrads have full art lands. Yeah. Right? So it's not nearly as special as it once was. Right. So maybe they were like, okay, we can't move these packs with um, uh, the with the full art basics, but we can maybe move them with the full art shocklands. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're on the fence about getting uh, your shocklands, if you're like, I don't know, if these are anywhere near the price of a regular shockland, get them. You should just get these instead because they're yeah. like some of them look a little like out of place for like a magic land but for the Mm -hmm. most part like the art on them fits like it could be like on any random plane right the the temple garden like that just looks like the horizon canopy but from far away yeah and stomping ground looks like grove of the burn willows yeah uh blood crypt could be anywhere. That blood crypt is beautiful. Uh, same with like watery grave and hollowed, uh, a hollowed fountain. Yeah, I mean, like the watery grave and the hollowed fountain have spaceships in them, though. I think like the is blood there... crypt, the stumping ground, and the temple garden and is the steam vents. Yeah. Okay, I guess I didn't notice the the spaceship. I guess that's the thing that's like landing. Okay. <clears throat> Um, on the watery grave, it's in the like crater. Okay, so, okay, I had not 
place that as being a spaceship. But it's it maybe because you're on your phone, it's clearly a spaceship. Okay. Um, like there's but, a, a nose cone and a cockpit and an engine hanging out the back. Yeah, I see it now. Uh, but like Blood Crypt doesn't have that. Yeah. I mean, neither does Stumping. Or I guess Stumping Crown has a flying saucer. I didn't see that at first. Yeah, it does. It kind of hides. Well, I mean, yeah. Temple Garden has a has a. Yeah, there's a little tiny spaceship there too. Yeah, I mean, if the Godless Shrine didn't have the spaceship on it, it's just damnation, right? Yeah, but it's just it's just great. <clears throat> it's yeah. it's an it's an eclipse. It's just yeah. great. And then I, I really, I mean, even though the overgrown tomb is very clearly a spaceship, like that art's beautiful as well. I mean, if you are like the steam vents has a teeny tiny spaceship in the right hand yeah. corner, yeah. but like that could just be without the spaceship that could be Dominaria or Ecoria. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Uh, so yeah, like these are, I think the ways that they're going to, there's going to be one every 24 booster packs. Oh, apparently. wow. That's super rare. Yeah. So, I mean, not as rare as the uh, expeditions. Right, yeah. But still, basically one every, like, box? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess you have the opportunity of more than one per box, but... Yeah. Uh, Weird. So, but in the... In the collector boosters, it's one out of one out of twenty four in each of the two slots: traditional foil and galaxy foil and collector boosters. Yeah, so that's one thing that we skipped over. Is this is going to be the first unset, like after booster fun? So yeah. we're we're not getting set boosters, but we are getting draft or uh, collector boosters for this. I don't know how that's going to work out. Um. Unless there's some real ringers in the like legacy and commander playable cards in this set, I don't know why anybody would bother buying a two hundred plus dollar collector box of this set. I mean, unless the shocklands are that desirable. I mean, again, that could be another <clears throat> reason why they had to do the eternal slot is because they're like, man, we want to sell collector boosters. Who's yeah, Chad needs boosters. his collector packs. Yeah. Bro, we can charge them twice as much and give them nothing more. Well, hang on. Going back to what you just said, though, like you're basically guaranteed one of these in a draft box, but you're not in a collector box. Well, no, it's one out of 24 in each of the two slots. Right. So... Is it effectively one in twelve? Because you're one in twenty-four um, in two slots, so you're in in twelve. You're like, gonna get. Well, either that's a... not how like probabilities work, though. Fair, yeah. Well, the odds that you, I don't know. So, I, I mean, at that point, you e even if it it is one in twelve packs, you're still better off buying a draft box for half the price. But this is and buying for, two of them and guaranteeing two of them. So Borderless Shockland show up one in every 24 booster packs and draft boosters and one out of 24 in each of the two slots, traditional foil and galaxy foil. 
collector boosters. Plus, each draft and collector booster display comes with a box topper boost, uh, a box with a box topper booster that includes a traditional foil borderless shockland. So, they're they're got their box toppers as well. Yeah. So they're box toppers for the regular foils. Then mm-hmm. you get one, presumably most likely non-foil in every booster box, roughly. Yeah. And then you get a one in twenty-four chance of them being either your regular foil or galaxy foil. Yeah, whatever that is. Whatever that is. But that doesn't count, like, whatever the rare slot is, right? Wouldn't they just come in a rare slot? Or are they only going to be foils out of collector boosters? Mm, yeah, that I don't know. I don't know either. So, um, I, like, I would like these. I don't know if I'm willing to spend whatever amount of money it's going to cost to get them. But yeah, they look well, pretty. They're going to be. They're going. They're going to be more common than Zendikar Rising Expeditions, right? Probably. And most of those were pretty cheap for a good long time. Yeah, so it might be a. Uh, I guess it depends how much of the product gets opened. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on like. When it, when does it release? Uh, April first. Oh, of course. All all unsets release on April Fools. Oh, I did not know they had a fixed release date. Uh so I mean, all of them have released on April first. I guess it's technically not fixed, but yeah. But I would say, hopefully, fingers crossed. Maybe the world is closer to back to normal. So that. Uh... that can... We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Omicron's coming for us. Someone sneezed in class today, and I was like, that best not be that Omicron. <laughs> I was like, get that out of here. I was like, if I get sick, it's definitely the Omicron. Gavin yeah. sneezed when I was changing his diaper, and I got hit with spittle in the eye, and it burnt. So <laughs> so I know why I'm going to be sick. Spitting like, acid? Yeah. Like, I'm with like, one of those uh, dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. He just, he made himself look big and then he gasseted me. Uh, <laughs> so I've not done, I don't know if I've ever played an un game. Really? You never did an undraft with me? No, I've not undrafted. Oh man. I drafted a lot. I drafted a lot of unstable. I know that it, you have it enjoyed it. It was a fantastic draft experience highly recommend it it was great so i mean that could you know move enough product and also like i mean like the bummer of unstable was the cards were worthless yeah you just opened them and got nothing you paid for your draft and yeah you had a good time but you know if you drafted literally anything else you would have had cards that you could do anything with and these cards you can't do anything with, so, so hopefully like, this will be better than that. Yeah. They, um, so I think the Shocklands and, you know, my fear are, are the most interesting thing that I know of. Yeah. But 
just the like idea of do they goof and mess up legacy further we will find out we will find out so that was the un the unnews <laughs> the not news the, the not news the not news so yeah so now you kind of just wanted to go over secret layers right yeah so i know we talked a little bit about um was it last week yeah it might have been on the before. pre-show so my my question is yeah so we had talked about the fact that kind of um for a lot of these, there's such a big difference between the resale value mm-hmm. and of the individual cards and the actual um, secret layer. Yeah. And I had said like, oh, it's just weird that they're giving us money. And the more I thought about it, um, if you listen to the pre-show, you uh, heard I did the most adult thing. I sold I sold some cards to uh to buy gutters. To to yeah, to to pay for home improvements as mild as they may be. You should and have sold your gutter snipes to buy gutters. I don't I didn't have that many gutter snipes. <laughs> that would have been a lot of gutter snipes. Yeah. I would have had to have a pallet of gutter snipes. <laughs> just just so many. It's but, somebody wanting to buy a pallet of gutter snipes. Yeah. Yeah, hey, Card Kingdom, which can I interest you in ten million gutter snipes? <laughs> um, literally all of them. I can set the price. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know, like, which of these, if I were just like interested in buying them with an eye to reselling, my mm-hmm. idea was the Welcome to Castle Dracula. Because that's one of the ones I had my eyeball on. So the the card in question is they have exquisite blood, which yes. uh, only has like two printings, mm-hmm. maybe three because it might be on the list. But it's yeah, 30... list printings don't really count. Yeah. And it's like thirty two dollars. Yep. And you can buy this entire set for. Um, not 30, 30 bucks for 30 bucks and yeah. it comes with a night's whisper and uh, a phyrexian tower which is tower. also an expensive $30. magic card yeah. it is 30 dollars. i wouldn't look today yeah so like if you were going to buy this one do you think there's more value like buying it in foil or buying it in non-foil um, I would probably always err towards foil. Okay. Especially given the cards in this drop. Um, when this drop was spoiled, I heard a lot of chatter about the card that you kind of skipped over, which is Night's, Night's Whisper. Whisper. The only, um, the only foil printing or well, the old foil printing, there's two now. The yeah. old one is $60. Yeah. They're outrageous. Um, so for there to be, it's kind of odd that that card hasn't had more printings in general and especially foil printings because there's a lot of cards that are 
like adjacent or slightly worse or not adjacent, but slightly worse than Knight's Whisper. But if there's a deck that wants this effect, like Knight's Whisper is the best version of this effect. And like it actually sees constructed play, whereas a lot of the other ones don't if Knight's Whisper is legal. So it's kind of weird that that card hasn't had more printings than it it has current like it has currently, um, and for it to be a foil version of it, and it, like the Dracula IP is interesting also because even though it's UB, it's not like far and away UB. Like All Dracula right. stuff kind of fits with magic. You know what I mean? Oh, UB being universes beyond. It was taking me a second to get to get. Oh yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, universes beyond. Um, it's not like this is you know Stranger Things where Knight's Whisper is like Call of the Demogorgon or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like these vampires could be, um, like in the magic world, even with these names, like they could be you know just magic cards. So technically their universe is beyond, but these ones, it's not really much of a stretch. So I think that even people that aren't fan of universes beyond could handle, you know, playing with these or, you know, if they were in a pinch play with them, whatever. I don't think they're as egregious as some of the other ones are. And then the kind of throwaway card is actually desirable. And both of the other cards are worth what, you're paying for the lair like individually. Yeah. So that is probably a good one to spec on. That was, that was my first one was I was like, all right. Cause like if I could like buy it and then like, you know, flip the exquisite blood mm-hmm. uh, and like pay for everything. And then, you know, the only reason I thought non foil was I've kind of defoiled my life. Uh, right, but like that's for you though, and really the only reason that you did that is because you had an opportunity to cash out on that fact, mm-hmm. which means that you had invested in the blingy version to start with. Yeah, well, I guess my my thought was like, okay, I don't have Phyrexian Towers, so I was like, oh, if I get non-foil Phyrexian Towers this way, but it might be better to get the foil version. And then just buy like, because the old border version is like 30 bucks. Or you, you know, most decks don't run a play set of Phyrexian Tower. I don't think there's any deck that runs a play set of Phyrexian Tower. Yeah. Like you could buy the foil ones to spec on and then just buy a non-foil one. Yeah. Reasonable. So that was my, so you think that the, like, I guess I was like, I don't know the commander mindset. No, they like shiny stuff. I figured they did, so... Yeah. I'm just, like, scrolling through... um... You should, um... The Good Morning Magic YouTube channel. Have you ever watched any of that Gavin stuff? Uh, I haven't watched... I watched some of it when when he first started doing it. Um, one of his recent videos was about his trip to, um, Vegas Mm -hmm. for the magic event. And obviously he's a commander guy. He was kind of commander focused, but he shows some, um, some commander games that I think would make you drool. Okay. Very shiny. 
it, yes, very shiny is an understatement. Like the best of the best. <laughs> gotcha. I guess if you, I guess if you had like a deck, but most beta players have a lot of decks. But I could see like if you have like a deck, you're like this is, this is my thing. So, in my experience, commander players have a lot of decks, but they also have that deck. They have their one. Yeah, most of them have like you know a deck that's their baby and they bring it out once in a while and like that's the deck that they foil out and like other decks will come and go whatever they you know just pick up cards you know whenever and then sell them off but most people have a deck that they've had together for years and kind of like you used to do with legacy where they'll pour through a set to see you know what card is going to break into legacy they'll they'll pour through sets to see what card makes their deck yeah and like all of the cards in that drop in particular are format staples. Yeah. Fair. So like everyone's going to want them. Yeah. And okay. So yep. I'm, I'm scrolling through looking at um, like just the secret layer cards mm-hmm. on TCG and like the, like I've only bought a couple. Like I bought two of the Thalias, mm-hmm. the Thalia ones, and like I think they were thirty bucks. Yeah. And just one of the Thalias is um, twenty dollars. Yeah, I mean some of them are outrageous. Yeah. What so, the single cards are going for. Yeah. So it's just like oh, okay, like this might make sense too do some of these so you, you would think the dracula one would be the yeah uh, that was one of the ones i had my eye on um not the one that i was definitely buying but one of the ones i had my eye on what the was the uh, well you said you had another one that you were thinking about the other one might be like for me which is okay. the uh the the pixel snowlands yeah that, that one's interesting um, that one's not for me. I mean, I think they're pretty, but I don't like, that's not my thing. Um, I can speak to the layers that had lands though. They've all done extremely well. Yeah. So it, I so, mean, it, it's hard to like price them out and get a gauge for like how much the individual lands are going to be worth because they're just basic lands. But I know the winter wonderland that had the mm-hmm. um, throne snowlands. Those are yeah. all super expensive. Oddly enough, I think the only one that didn't do as well is the Bob Ross lands. Yeah. All of the rest of the, like the um, Godzilla lands are outrageous what they're asking for those. So uh, the Stranger Thing secret layer, Stranger Things mm-hmm. foil edition yeah. Now maybe it's just because it's a pre-sale. They're a hundred dollars on TCG player. Whew. Just like, oh. Awesome. That's yeah, I think ridiculous. I ordered one of those. Uh well the the happy little gathering, uh, that's the Bob Rosslands, right? Yeah. The foil edition sixty-five dollars for the unopened box. Well, look at the individual lands though. They're all like ten to twenty dollars. Okay. Like I'm just like scrolling through, seeing what stuff is. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I might, like, pull the trigger on that. What was the other one that you were, like, that was your definite or, like, your... Um, the commander deck. I was thinking about that one, too. Like, 100%. I... That is the easiest moneymaker in this whole thing. Oh, you think for sure? Oh, yes. I mean, if you take that deck, you can click on it and go to the deck list and plug that deck in, like, Goldfish. It's a three hundred dollar like, deck. I it's say, like two hundred and sixty nine dollars. I did it right before we started the show. Yeah, uh, like I know Seth had talked about that uh, that it was just way more money in the yeah. deck than. So I had thought, and about- like on top of that, the artwork is super cool, mm-hmm. and the reversible cards that are like different art on both sides and like foil non foil is something that they haven't done. And that little coin, I think is like, I think that seals the deal. Uh, Like if you, I know this probably isn't something that you've ever delved into, but if you look at the, um, there's people that collect the spin down dice from like fat packs and pre-release kits and stuff. Okay. I have a bunch of those still somewhere. Some of them are expensive. Like even some of the ones that aren't that old, like some of the ones from cons block are like five, 10 bucks a piece. Dear God, I should find all my, I don't think I got rid of them. I should go find those. Yep. The, uh, the red and blue ones from almond cut are pricey. Um, but some of the early ones are crazy money. Like I, I forget which set it is, but there's some of them that are like a hundred dollars. Dear God. For a spin I, down. I need to go through those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's the real early ones that are worth yeah. a lot of money. I doubt you have yeah. any of those, but yeah, I mean, some of those dice are worth money. So that little, uh, that little flippy token, I think that little flippy token is, could be worth something. Yeah. And okay. like all of the other reasons that I outlined also, like, I think that the artwork on the, the alternate art cards is super cool cool and the fact that you can play them foil or non-foil by flipping them over is kind of neat um and just the monetary value of that deck it, that is definitely a no-brainer okay that was the one i was that was the other one i was thinking about was getting that because i was like yeah. oh it's just like double your money just parted out pretty easily but i mean according to goldfish it's almost triple your money as is without counting for anything else yeah so, all right. So that was my, that, that was my question. I'm like, what are the things? So there's part of me that's like, oh, I want to get like the, the, the pixel art snowlands Cause like, oh, like I could put those in depths, but like everything in depths is nice and clean and like old border now or yeah. as old borders it can be. And it's like, do I really want to like pixel art this up? I'm like, uh, probably maybe not. Yeah. But no, but like I mean, those you're buying that like when you buy the these land drops, you're buying the artwork. Yes. It, I don't know that you can necessarily think of it like you're buying a magic card because ultimately it's just basic lands that are free at your game store. Yes. You're buying the art and if someone will see this art in six months or a year and be like, Oh man. Yeah. 
I mean, if you're really, like I said, it's not my thing, but I could, I mean, they are pretty. I can certainly see how they would be somebody's thing. But like, if this is your thing, I mean, they would look nice displayed. Yeah. Like get them framed or something, hang them on your wall until you're ready to sell them or play with them or whatever. But like they're, they're unique enough and done well enough and pretty enough that I think they could be displayed as art. Yeah, I, I agree. So, so you think commander deck for sure. Commander and- deck for sure. hundred percent. That that was the one I was a hundred percent on. Okay. The, uh, the Dracula one, I was pretty confident on the other one. That's kind of interesting is far out man uh i was just looking um, at that one it's the one that has the mystical tutor yeah um i don't know i don't i don't know what fabricates worth i don't know what anything else is worth but mystical tutor is like a 30 dollar card and really? i mean that counter spell is pretty yeah all right um i'm assuming there are foil printings Oh yeah, there's the cool. No way. I think I have some of the the signature spell book, mystical tutors. The Jace are, ones. Yeah, yeah. they are twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like twenty dollars for yeah. mystical tutors. Even like the new Eternal Masters one. Yeah. Okay, so fabricates are like five, six, six bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, nothing else there's on fire, but Mystical Tutor is worth a buck or two. And, like, that is a really pretty counterspell. If that's yeah. your thing. <laughs> if counterspells are your thing. It's just so hard, though, because you also have the counterspell from the the Strixhaven thing. And Mark Pool. Yeah, there's just so many of them. Yeah. Right, that's the, the thing. Um, like, part of the reason I got off the cards I got off of was you know not that i there's part of me that's like oh yeah like i could see these lotus petals still going up mm-hmm. but what is the stop them there's nothing to stop them like next month doing like secret layer secret layer lotus petal yeah secret layer crash brian's collection <laughs> and yeah. right, and then you're just like oh i i guess i guess these weren't the hot sexy version anymore because yeah. there's a better version. And that yeah. was my concern. And but no, like these far out man ones, they're cool. Like yep. I think that's the th- like they look like I guess modern magic cards. Mm-hmm. Where some of yeah, them that's a good way to describe it. don't look like magic cards. Yeah. And they still have the like, hey, I still look like a magic card. Kind of. And like, I don't know if the, like, uh, the, the arcane show is supposed to be really good, but I don't know if it's. I haven't seen it yet. It is supposed to be good. Hannah watched it and said it was pretty all right. She's, I have no idea who any of these people are. Yeah. Uh, but like the, other than Ristic study. And I guess, um, Yeah, like the Ristic studies, I guess, where the traditional money would be. Um, I actually really like that duress. I wish it wasn't in that weird universes beyond border, but I really like that duress. Yeah, no, I was 
when I saw the art, I was like, what is that the art for? And I was like, oh, it's for duress. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think anything else there's like face value worth money. Yeah, so it seems like the Dracula one, if you bought that, you're almost guaranteed, mm-hmm. you're like you're probably guaranteed to get your money back plus. Yeah. Like, just yep, one so. one card is your money. Well, mm-hmm. each, there are two cards that at current price are your money back. Right. So. And then there's like the whole other thing. The other which thing. Which is the other thing. The bonus card. Which I guess I haven't opened my things to see what my bonus cards are. Like, do they? Do you think they have more set, more value sealed or opened? I really don't know. Um, I think the yeah. the The problem with secret layers is there's not enough data yet for any of that. Yeah. Like I, I realize that we've had two years of secret layers now, but like that's really not enough time for I mean, prices to appreciate. Yeah, and compared to 25 years of magic. Yeah. Right. That's not a ton of time to figure out what's going on. Right. Um I have opened all of mine. Okay. I, think. I, I have opened none of mine. Yeah. I, I, no, I take that back. I have three of the um Walking Dead ones that I didn't open because I knew that the bonus card was always Lucille. Okay. Everything else I opened. I wish the spell queller wasn't foil. What was uh, spell queller in? Sorry. Uh it was one of the one of the other I'm just scrolling through all the secret layers and like the spell queller oh, is super the, cool. The older ones. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, but it's six it's only six dollars, but it's just in foil. Yeah. It's just like I almost pulled the trigger on the mischief one because I thought that blood moon was sweet. Yeah, I mean it's hard though because sometimes like you could not buy the the drop and Mm -hmm. then the card that you want it comes out like way cheaper. Because like imagine if you bought like the 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 one that was like the D and D cartoon. Yeah. Right. I'm just looking at it and it's like War of Invention, $2. Heroes right. Downfall, $2. Commander Sphere, $2. I guess I don't know what the other cards, the other two cards were. Um, Crash like, um, Through was the bonus card. Unbreakable Formation? Yeah, Looks maybe. Like that's a dollar. Like, you just get hosed. Yeah. Unless, like, the other card was Bloom Tender. Oh, Maybe. But still, that doesn't cover the... That's $20. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hard to uh, to know. But I do think the Dracula one is probably a good deal. Yeah. the I'm pretty sold on the Commander one as well. But, yeah, the, the Dracula one is... Yeah. I think you're probably right. Kind of a right. no-brainer. Like, Commander... And uh, okay, I, just I actually kind of want to get two of them. Yeah, like I don't think, knowing me, I am not going to play a coin flipping commander uh, deck. 
Like yeah. I am zero percent to do that to myself. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm not super sold on uh uh commander as a concept, but I know I'm not gonna play commander where I'm flipping, flipping coins. Like yeah. that is not that is not a thing that is happening. Like not at all. Yeah. It's just so weird. I'm like every time I search for Thalia mm-hmm. uh to see what the, the secret layer drops are, I get like a different Thalia art <laughs> for the secret layer. Like I don't see all four of them. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like there are like nine or ten arts to Thalia. Show yeah. me all of them. Uh but yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But I think I could get behind like the commander deck, because like you said, I think it is just like an easy hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, you're putting $100... It comes with a bunch of swag, too. Like, I, I know I mentioned the coin, but it also comes with, like, a life counter and a deck box and... Yeah, um, where you could just... Coin, double face tokens, deck box, life wheel. I guess that's about it, but... And and I guess on a... Uh, if you're worried about, you know, it being Christmas and whatnot, for the most part, you pre-order them, mm-hmm. and they don't charge you for, like, months... Yeah, this isn't coming out until the end of April. Yeah, so you've so, got five months before they'll even think about hitting your credit card. Yeah, so like you can you can spend your Four tax months, return. You can spend your tax return. Yeah. Well, in advance. Yeah. Make bad financial decisions. Come, come join yeah. us. <laughs> but I mean, I say, I say that jokingly, but I don't know. If you can give someone a hundred dollar bill and they give you two hundred dollars back. Like, that's not a bad financial decision. No. So. No, definitely not. If I buy enough of the Commander decks, deck, I can get windows for my house. There you go. I just have to buy um, 7,000 of them or something. Or no, 700. <laughs> I have to buy 700 of them. 700 of them? Yeah. The Like, the other thing is because these things are sold way in advance, like, you can plan for it. I mean, if you've got any kind of like, not that, you know, it's going to make a whole bunch of difference on a hundred dollar purchase, but like if you've got a cash back credit card or something, or like a gift certificate, like a visa cash card, someone gave you or something like, I mean, you could, there's ways to get around even paying a hundred dollars for one of these. Yeah. You can plan ahead. Right. Or like it gives you plenty of time to move some other cards to like realize yeah. your gains there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I do have a crucible of worlds uh, that I could, that I could get rid of that would cover most of there this. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So like we said, like the more I thought about it from last week when I was just like, they're just giving us money. Why aren't we all taking it? Yep. Like they're that just got giving me, you money. Like, that got me thinking like, yeah, why am I not just taking the money they're giving me? Yeah. You know what's really weird is after we did that episode, whenever it was, um, I went back through just like you just did. And we're looking at the prices of, you know, single secret layer cards, just like all of them seeing what was worth anything. And what kind of stuck out in my head was the only um, bundle that I bought 
was the first one. Mm-hmm. Like the the first drop where you know I think it was kittens and goblins and whatever. Yeah. Um, that was the only one where I bought the bundle that was all of them, and because like there was a bunch in there that there's no way like I wouldn't have bought cats. I wouldn't have bought the five color one or whatever. But like those were the ones if you look in there now that are worth the most. Huh. Like that five color one, like every one of those cards is like 40 bucks, I think. Oh, geez. Yeah, so just it doesn't, I guess it doesn't make sense if they're just going to give, give us money. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to not take them up on the offer Mm -hmm. of free, free monies. Yep. So for example, I'm on. Now, Star Star City is, you know, uh, not the not kind of the best gauge, but it also let me actually see all of them. So mm-hmm. the Thalia drop was like thirty or forty dollars, and yeah. right now, the the four Thalias are fifteen, thirteen, twelve, twenty. Yeah, and so that's that's a ways out, and they're printing mm-hmm. Thalias like they're going out of style, right. But like if you were going to um but like that's definitely a an indication of even with them printing Thalias like they're going out of style, like those cards are still worth more than Yeah. The uh than the layer. Yep. So Yeah, the Ur Dragon from Kaleidoscope Killers is sixty dollars. Dear God. I guess the Sliver all- Overlord is thirty nine ninety. Whew. So well, those two cards is a hundred dollars. So I mean, the Mark Pool Secret Layer came out with the Birds of Paradise. Yeah, J- it just arrived. Yep, they're twenty dollars on Star City, just the mm-hmm. birds, and I think I paid forty dollars yeah. for the whole drop. Yeah, that that was a great drop to get. So like, I got two of those because I was. I still had foil depths and I was like, Oh, those wastelands would go nicely. <laughs> and now I'm just like, Oh, I have this secret layer drop that I could like, you know, Holy uh, moly. The Kroxa from the Keldheim frame drop. Oh God. 60 bucks. Whew. So there are definitely some, uh, some of these that just like are, uh, like, I don't think it's super hit or miss. Like like we said, you can be strategic. Like be like, oh, yeah. Exquisite bloods are thirty dollars, yeah. And the whatever's are, the Frexian towers are thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. Like even if they both go down to twenty five somehow, yeah, like, you're I'm still s- making money. I'm still up ten dollars, and a Night's Whisper. And then I yep. wait a while, and your bonus card. Yeah, and whatever that bonus card is. So, all right. So you may have talked me into a commander deck or two. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry oh, no. to do that to you. It's fine. It's fine. Commander deck, and then maybe uh, I'll probably get a couple of Draculas to... Uh, yeah. Uh, and then have to realize some gains on some other cards mm-hmm. to justify it to Keep myself. Keep it churning. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of my thought is like, well, 
like we'd said, like maybe I buy these and then in six months flip them and make $60 and buy whatever the next one is, whatever the next one is that looks like super appealing or that's just like, oh, hey, this is free money. Yeah. And just slowly, you know, grind out a little bit. And it's not even that much of a grind. It's just like they hit you over the head with like, check out the secret layer. And so you go to it and you're like, oh, cool. I guess this is this is money now. Yeah. Cool, cool. I mean, even the lightning bolts. I don't know how much the lightning bolt um, layer drop yeah. was. I didn't love that one. I mean, they're, but I mean, they're all like seven dollars for the yeah. for the foils. Like, I guess there's no, there's one that's six, but like you still cover it. And lightning mm-hmm. bolts, a card that's been printed a, a billion, million time. times. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so I think that is our show, right? We we did unset, we did uh, separating me from my money to hopefully make money <laughs> in the future. Hey, buddy, you asked for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it all. I got. I got to put a kid through college in eighteen years. So uh, well, there you go. It'll take you eighteen years to get there. At this rate. Yeah. How uh, how did you pay for uh, your son's college? <laughs> well, you see, it was a, a long uh, grind of selling magic cards yep. over the years, and look where it got us. We did yep. it. I mean, just like uh, what is it, Frixian Crusader? Mm-hmm. They're like twelve dollars a piece now, or something, or more, because they like yeah. did well at the uh, like. You never know what's going to like. Yeah, you become really a thing. Just like, oh, someone won a tournament with this? I guess this is uh, what we do it's now. tech now. Oh, I'm sorry. I lied. They're $17 a pop. Oof. The cheapest one. What are my filters? Oh, no. The cheapest one is $25 on TCG right now. Holy moly. Because you know what it doesn't die to? Solitude true you resolve it and they can't kill it with their solitude (laughs) they can't block it and it doesn't matter that solitude gains them life yep so they just die they just die that's great yep so with all of that i think time to play uh cyberpunk maybe maybe time to go to bed it is like after 10 yeah probably you're like eh, but i could cyberpunk i could maybe (laughs) like an hour and then i'll go to bed there we go so with that i think we have a show we do so if you have any ideas for shows or if you want to uh tell us which secret layers you think i should buy you can tweet at us at casual tripod yeah, you can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG or email us show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, if you're looking to pick up any singles, please use our TCG player affiliate link. We would greatly appreciate it. And if you want to support us a little bit more directly, you can hit us up on patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg where you will get access to show notes. Even though these show notes will not be accurate, you'll still have access to them for maybe a sneak peek at a future episode. I'll just leave them out there for you. Um, you also get access to our pre-show where we kind of talk about a little bit of everything and anything, although this pre-show was all cyberpunk. Um, and you also get 
put on my mailing list for when I send a little givebacks out, little tokens of our appreciation. Um, we also have a Discord. There's a link in the description. There's a link on all our social media. Hop in there. Let us know what you want to hear about. We'll try and make it happen for you. Sounds good. So with that, we will catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet.